I'm Adam Hergenrother, and this is Business Meets Spirituality. We believe in personal growth through business success. Today, Hallie is off the mic, so I've hijacked it <laughs> and able to jump in and just have this wonderful conversation with myself, which I'm super excited about. So thank you for listening on. Today, actually, I'm going to jump into last week, we had our um, Spirituality Project U Retreat. Uh, and one of the, you know, the common questions that we had, which I thought was a really good one to tackle for today, which is, you know, really, what are our emotions? Um, and where do they come from? Why are they there? How do we feel them? And so there's a lot to unpack here, but I kind of want to just, it's also a great question uh, or a great way to answer, like, why is it so difficult out there sometimes? Like, why is the, why does the world feel so difficult? Even though the world is what it is. And we've talked a lot about that. There is, you got to bifurcate the two. There's your inner world and there's an outer world, right? There's the whole outer world, but why does it feel like the, the outer world's affecting my inner world? And it's because of these emotions. So let's first, let's start with something at the baseline, which is, um, there's three things that you experience when you are having any type of experience, right? It's, it's the first thing is there's actually four, but I'm talking about the first three for the most part. The first is that there's an event that unfolds outside. So something occurs outside, you experience the event, right? If there's a sunset, there's, it's raining on you, it's snowing, you're presenting, you're doing a sport, you're reading, you're experiencing the outer world. So this outer world happens to come in and you're experiencing it fully, right? You're just, it's there and you're experiencing it with all of your senses, tastes, like the physical senses. And of course the inner senses, you're allowing it to come in and you can feel it, right? You can, there's this whole sense of feelings that like the event is happening and you're feeling it. So that's the first one. And then you're also experiencing the kind of the mind, which is, has two components to it, right? There's a voice that usually narrates what you're actually experiencing, which is, we'll get to that in a second, but that's the experience comes in and the mind starts to talk about it, right? Whether it likes it or doesn't like it, or why is this person wearing that? Or how come I don't have that car? Or there's a Ferrari and I love that, or I don't love that, right? It's just, it starts to narrate about the world. So the experience comes in, you experience the world and then you experience the mind. And also there's the whole visual component to the mind as well too, right? Which is, you know, when you're dreaming, you're seeing things, it's all visual. There, there may be some words, but for the most part, it's very visual for what it is. And, um, um, when it's also, so again, you can think of an apple, like you, there's, there's always this imagery that goes on in the mind. So the mind has this voice and also a visual component to it that you can, again, if I asked everyone to think of a boat, you could think of a boat or think of an apple. Uh, it is apple season right now. Like, you know, you could, you could, you, did you look at it? Did you visualize a green apple or a red apple? Right. And you may have had some emotions around that, which we'll get to in a second. So you have this, you experience life coming in and then there's this mind that you have this, this voice. And then you also have this ability to kind of conceptually see things, right. Visually see things. And again, you don't have to be amazing at that. You just, you see your dreams, you see, you know, apples, you can, there's a screen in there, right. You can see it. So that's part of the mind. The third one is these emotions. The, the thing I'll make a, a point about the mind too, is that the mind is very specific, meaning that when it talks to you, it gives you very black and white. It's like, go do this, right. Or, oh man, you should go buy a car, right. Or you should, you know, you should go tell that person how you feel, or, you know, you should, I should go for a run, right. Whatever it's saying, it's very specific. So it feels very specific. It's very black and white and you can, you can feel the energy you can feel, or you can, you, you get very specific about what it is. And so you, it translates very well into the physical world because it's so black and white. The same thing with a visual, right? You can see an apple. So again, it kind of piggybacks there, but it's, it's pretty, um, it's pretty graphic and pretty, uh, uh, pretty more 
kind of solid, if you will, like it's an easier direction to go after, which is why we pay so much attention to the voice, uh, because it is so specific to the external world. And it's, it seems like this voice that's constantly talking, which is just a thought, it seems like it is like the, the Holy grail. It seems like that's what I should be doing. And it's just, it's, there's no thought that's any different than the other thought. We just put more energy or put ourselves into one particular thought more than the other. Then the third thing is these emotions. So you've got the event comes in, the mind has visual and audio, and then you've got these emotions, which these emotions are just, it's so, uh, they're very etheric, right? It's almost like a wind. It's like the Star Wars, how they have this is like, it's like a, you can feel a change in the force, right? Like it just, it moves over you. Like it's very, like you could, you could blow and it just moves you. Like it could be a good way or a bad way. These motions kind of just seem to like the wind coming over you or like a, an ocean, you know, or jumping into the water. Like it feels like this rush of coming in there. It's very etheric. It's, it's not very specific until you actually go to your mind to describe it or hide from it. Um, so where do these emotions kind of emanate from? And that's this, you know, you have this kind of very spiritual heart, if you will, the vibrational heart, not the physical heart, but like emotions are emanating from somewhere. And then you have this wonderful heart, again, spiritual heart, vibrational heart, whatever heart, there's different names that people have labeled it is where essentially these emotions kind of bubble up from, right? They just, they come up and that's where all these emotions are stored and then it's released and you feel this emotion from there. So you, in, and you, you have all three of these and you're kind of lost, right? You've got the event coming in, you've got your mind going crazy and you feel the emotions, the whole thing. And uh, it's like, how do I just stay centered, right? Like it's, but remember you are the one who's actually experiencing all of this. Um, there's uh, experiencing all of this there for most of us is when we get right there and we're all, we're caught in it. We're caught in the mind. We're caught in the feeling of this. And what happens with these emotions, when they start to overtake us, we start to, we start to go to the mind and be like, I don't really like the way this feels. This emotion feels too strong for me, right? It's like, it's like, I can't handle myself. What you're really saying is I can't handle something that's happening outside. That's causing these emotions to come up that I don't really like. Essentially, what you're doing, right? Again, there's the outer world, right? Just nothing, nothing to do with the outer world because the event, literally, that's happening. If a if it's raining outside, somebody's thrilled. If somebody's raining outside, somebody could care less. And if it's raining outside, somebody is pissed off, right? And so it's not the event, but either one of those triggers this new sets of emotion that you're able to not sit with. And that's what the, you get pulled. It's like a like this emotion starts to come come within you, and like there's literally somebody like lassoed around your waist and is pulling you down. It feels like this actual pull. I just want you to pay attention to that. It actually will feel like a pull, like somebody's pulling you down. That's where it is. Um, and so what starts to happen is the, the minute this emotion starts to come in, which is what you feel, right? Again, you, you, you don't ever suppress these. You don't ever pretend you don't feel these because you are. It's, and the thing is, that's really interesting is nobody stops to understand that it's just a process that's happening. You're not doing any of this. I mean, you didn't go and say, okay, you know what? I'm driving down the road. I'm perfectly cool. Uh, insert a thought that I don't like, and then insert an emotion that I can't handle. So I, so I feel really frustrated and, and then, um, I'm going to lose myself, right? No, you, you don't. When I say lose myself, it doesn't mean you do something wrong. It just means that you're no longer there. You're caught in the mind. Now you're caught in the emotion. You're no longer actually experiencing life. You're experiencing mind. So these emotions start to emanate, right? And they're coming in. And as they start to come in, you can either truly fully experience the emotion itself, right? In the event, or like 99.9% of us are doing when these emotions start to hit, you hide from it. You hide from it. You're actually hiding from your heart is what you're doing. 
you're actually hiding from the, the depth of life. And what you do is it's been said in many traditions that is, you know, the, the mind is where the soul goes to hide from the heart. And it's again, not the physical heart, right? It's like this energy that's kind of, that starts to overpass you, come into you and start to experience it. What does it mean? You stop and even think about that for a second. What does it mean? And it comes in, I can feel it because you're in there. You're the one in there experiencing the emotion. Does an emotion come and go? Is it, transitory? Of course it is. Cause you're going to have a good emotion. And then all of a sudden you have a bad emotion and you have all these different things that are happening throughout a day. They come and go. So there's transitory. So you're the one who's actually experiencing the emotion, but as the emotion starts to come closer to you, this is where it gets really interesting. <laughs> this is the, the pain that must, you know, you must go through to be free of all pain. It's the fire of yoga, right? It's like when you're in there and the, and the emotion starts to come in, most of us can't sit there and actually allow the experience to come closer and closer and closer to you, the real you that's in there, because as it does, it burns more, doesn't it? It gets really painful. I mean, really painful to the point where you're like, man, this is insane. I'm in here experiencing this and it's getting closer. And it's really painful. And so it starts to come, come in. And as you start to experience this, that's when you're allowing the motion, the, the entire experience to pass through you. So what happens is when the emotion, when the event comes in, it triggers the mind and it triggers the emotion almost simultaneously. And it's almost irrelevant if the emotion happens first, the mind happens, it's, it can go both ways and it's just momentarily anyways. I mean, it's almost impossible that you have an emotion that you don't like where the mind is not going ballistic because what happens is the emotion comes in again, it's, it starts to emanate and the emotion is released and it starts to, there's a change in the force. It just comes over you, right? It's the words, I don't know what to say. Like, this is what happens. It starts to come over and you feel this whole sense of rush of this, this new wave of energy that's just not comfortable. So what you do is you instantly go to the mind and try to go to the mind and saying, I don't like this. I want you to settle this emotion down. <laughs> I want you to, I want you to figure out a way. So I don't feel this anymore. And that is the cause of suffering <laughs> because you're actually what you're doing now is now you're going to suffer with the emotion because you're going to store it. And this is why you have emotions. It, well, not emotions. This is why you have these painful experiences continuing to come up because what happens is the minute you say, I don't like this and you don't say it like that. You just instantly go directly. You don't even realize you're doing this every moment. You just go directly to the mind. And the minute you go to the mind to hide, I don't know what I'm saying from that is when I say hide, it's just, you're trying not to prevent this. You're not trying not to feel what you're feeling. So you go to the mind to rationalize what's happening. That How dare that person say that? I can't believe they would do that. Why would they do this? This person didn't walk by you and didn't say hi. And you started feeling the emotion. And you go, oh, I can't believe they didn't say hi. And you get pissed off about this the whole time. Or, you know, somebody's driving in front of you and all of a sudden you don't like this feeling. And all of a sudden you go like, why did they do this? It's everyone that drives that, you know, this type of car or, you know, this type of time, it's always here. You start doing all these crazy things with the mind. And it, you just go there. And so the mind starts creating this narrative and it goes faster and faster and faster as a release of the energy that's being built up, right? It's part of that release. And you start paying attention to that. And that's when the mind will take you down an entire path to a whole different section that you just don't even need to be paying attention to. And you just get lost in mind because you, you were unable to handle the experience. And so you go to the mind to ease the experience that you're, that you're supposed to be having and let, letting it pass through you. And you go to the mind to hide from it. And you ask the mind to make this go away and you give it an impossible job. So that's what happens. So why, why do you feel this in the first place? Right. And this is because you've been doing this your entire life. You've been storing these patterns, which are called some scars that remember every, every, human, every 
event, every animal has a vibrational pattern to it that we call energy. And we all know you bring in the scientists or whoever you want to bring in here and they'll tell you everything is energy. We've noted, we know that now, right? We know that everything is energy. So every, every energy has a, a code to it. You could call that code a vibrational frequency, right? However, people have talked about this many times before, but it's just, if there's a code or vibrational frequency to it, so there's a pattern to it. There's a, there's a, again, there's a, there's a, a, a thing that emanates from it. Like, you know, a rattlesnake has a certain vibration, doesn't it? Right. It feels different than a butterfly has a certain vibration, right? People have different vibrations, by the way, right? Certain animals have different vibrations. Storms have different vibrations, right? Lightning storm is different than the sun vibration. So everything is energy and has this different, unique set of uh, vibrations that it puts off. It's not right or wrong. It's just how it feels. So when we're going through our life, we then all of a sudden experience one, like, you know, again, just slow it down. You could take the experience of, you know, when you're sometime in high school, cause it's a really weird time, right? That something happened and you didn't like it. Maybe somebody made fun of you. Maybe you didn't get included with something. Maybe you lost in sports, something happened, right? Where this event occurred, and you instantly didn't like the way it feels. So you actually prevent it from making its way fully through you because the event was powerful and you go, I don't like this. I don't like the way this feels. And you push it. It's like you have hands in there and you push it down. And so all you've done is now is stored. You've now blocked the heart from releasing all of its natural energy. It's the energy that's really there is Shakti or spirit or whatever you want to refer to it as. We'll get to that in a second. But the, what you've done is you've now blocked this energy. And now you have this vibrational pattern of how it started to feel stored within you. So again, use the example, let's say you, you know, you, you lost a girlfriend or a boyfriend or a partner in high school, right? That drove a blue car and it was a blue Toyota, right? And so now every time you see a blue Toyota, 30 years later, you still feel that vibrational pattern because you never let it go through you. And so what happens is, is over, you how many of these experiences have you had that you just stored inside you that you didn't want to allow come through you? I mean, millions of these, some scars that are sitting in there blocking everything. They're just blocking it. And you can, everyone can release these. That's the interesting thing is once you see it, then you just welcome it up. But these, these, these blockages now are not preventing you. So now every time there's an event that happens outside and you see a color blue, it just, it, you don't know why it just, you don't like blue anymore. Right. And this is, it lasts in almost anything. You can never buy a blue house. You still really like that. You don't know why necessarily, unless it's actually a blue Toyota Camry. And then you go, Oh, I just, it, it triggers you wrong. The forced shifts and you push it back down. Well, the, the way out, by the way, is surrender, right? Which is why that word is such a, a big word used in spirituality or personal growth is because you actually have to relax and release and allow that to actually move through you, which is incredibly painful. <laughs> I'm just going to know how else to say that the price of freedom is, is very painful, right? And I mean, real freedom, meaning that you can walk through the world where the events are unfolding and if the event is unfolding, you're experiencing the event, but the minute it's gone, it's not happening inside anymore, which all of most people are walking around with all the events that have happened in the past, kind of running the life that you're living. Like you just run around trying to not do anything in the external world that's going to hit one of these samskaras. So you stay away from blue, right? And think about all the things you're doing. You know, you, you didn't like the way you had summer camp. So then you run away from anybody that had a summer camp or just there's a negative vibrational pattern for you. So you can see how you've just, you've messed all this stuff up. And this is why it's so difficult to deal with life because you're literally trying to deal with life with it, not trying to hit any of the things that you've stored. And that's, it's just impossible. 
It's why that you can relatively get things okay, but the minute you get something, then you get scared about trying to keep it or, you know, is it going to go away from me? And if it goes away from me, then you're going to feel scared again. So you're, no wonder why everyone's walking around extremely anxious and extremely scared. And it's because of what we've done. We've literally, we've, we've, we've taken the experiences from the world and we have stored them inside the ones that we didn't like and the ones that we really loved, which we'll get to in a second, which we really loved. And we store them all and we say, now world, find the things that I love and stay away from everything that I don't like. It's not going to, it's not that it's wrong. This is like a more worldly person. It just doesn't work. You just get stuck. You just, you, and this is why people have such a difficult time ever truly experiencing their heart. And all they really experience is the emotions. It's all they're really experiencing is the, the, the energy comes up and the event happens. And all of a sudden this, this samskara or this vibrational pattern that was stored in there from the event is trying to make its way up through you. It would be like if you, if you took a skunk and you put it in your fridge, right? And you're wondering why there's a smell constantly, but you're unwilling to open the fridge and remove it. But you're thinking like by getting Febreze and cleaning every single day. And you know, maybe if I open the windows, it'll help out. And sure. Does it maybe take away some of it? Absolutely. But the smell is still there. The skunk is still in there. So at some point you wake up and you realize if I want to get rid of the smell entirely, so I'm not worried about if I'm coming home, am I going to smell it, right? That's what people are doing. You're going to open the fridge and you're going to grab the skunk and you're going to remove it, but that's going to be very painful to do it. It's the same thing here. You've got all these different, these events that have stored within you that are blocking this beautiful energy flow that's within you that you can absolutely feel, which you felt before, or at least you've had glimpses of what it feels like when you get what you want like, right. When you really get what you want, you set your sights in getting a relationship or a house or a certain amount of money or a certain child or a dog, or it doesn't matter. It's, it's whatever it is. And when you get it, it feels good. Doesn't it? It's because all of a sudden it, you opened up, you didn't close your heart it opened up. So you're allowing this energy that's always within you. And the greatest example you can always give, which is like, if you've ever broken up with somebody that you really, that you've really uh, fallen in love with. Right. And you're like, you just have no depressed is a lack of energy, right? That's depression. Right. And so like, you're just there, you're there. And all of a sudden, like the person calls you and says, you know what? I've made a, made a bad mistake and I want to come back and get together with you. How quickly do you feel this rush of new energy come in? It's like instantaneously through the phone. So what you've done, it's always there. That's why I try to explain in the situation, everyone goes, because most people have been through a breakup, right? And it's like, it feels so low and you feel kind of like just very blah. And then all of a sudden they can come in and you just feel eruption of energy, like how excited you are. You're cleaning everything all of a sudden. And you're just instantaneously. So it's not, it's not that it wasn't there. It's just you blocking it. You're the only one in there blocking this energy at all times. So it's irrelevant of what's happening outside. We've just tied ourselves together from this. You know, and Michael Singer does a beautiful job in, in, in the untethered soul, which is a, his original book talking about this. It's like, it, it, and he gives the analogy of the untethered. That's where the book's name actually came from is that you're tethered to the outside. And he gives us a beautiful analogy of like, if you're in a hot air balloon and you know, you are tied to the ground, but you keep putting more hot air into the balloon. Sure. You're doing a lot of energy and you may get three or four feet off the ground, but you're still tied to the ground. So you spend all this time trying to take off when all you got to do is just remove the rope. 
<laughs> all you got to do is just remove the rope and then all of a sudden it just naturally flows up, right? The hot air will take you up. You don't have to do anything else. And that's the same thing here. The minute you're able to let go of this part of you that's trying to control every part of life so it doesn't hit any of your stuff, you actually just naturally fall back into place. It's that simple, but that hard, but nobody wants to look at this. Everyone wants to go out there and get what they want. And it's very, I get it. It feels good to get what you want. It's a very, it's a, there's a pull, isn't there? There's a pull and it's a, and I went back to, I use that word process. If you just thought this is what really got me with this earlier in my life, um, was I just noticed that this was just processes happening. It was just like, I'm driving down. I'm perfectly cool. I'm hanging out with my kids or I'm by myself or whatever it is. And all of a sudden this, this event happens, a thought comes in, right? Sometimes these thoughts just show up and then all of a sudden these emotions going on are going, well, I didn't do any of this. It just showed up. It just happened. And all of a sudden I'm going, all right, well now I see my mind trying to rationalize why this can't happen or why this, if it does happen, how bad it's going to be. And it's, it's a little worrier in there, isn't it? Like not warrior, like a worry, worry, it worries. <laughs> it worries a lot, doesn't it? At least my mind does. It just does. And you just, you, what you do is you just start to realize that that's just, it's nature. It, that's its vibrational pattern. It just creates thoughts. And so when I saw this process had nothing to do with me, nothing to do with me, it just was happening. It actually gave me the freedom to just go, oh, well, I'll let it go. Right. And I say, let it go. It is extremely painful. And I'm still doing this every single day. I'm still letting anything that bothers me. It's just now at a point where if there's any type of any ounce of of resistance that shows up that is that I'm trying to let something go. I just relax and release even more. And it just three, two, one, relax. You drop your shoulders. You don't fight with the emotion. You don't try to, you know, I give, you know, the analogy is like, you know, if you're, you know, and you're by a pond and you throw a rock in there and you go, and I don't really like these ripples. So you jump in there and try to smooth them out. I mean, that's what people are doing with their emotions. It's like, I don't like this feeling of emotion. So they jump in there with your mind and start tackling the emotions. You're just, you're just making it 50 times worse versus if you throw a rock in there and there's a ripple, which is going to happen. There's going to, life is going to happen. There's going to be ripples. There's going to be wind. There's going to be forest. There's going to be hurricanes. There's going to be stillness. There's going to be sun. There's going to be clouds. All that stuff's going to happen. But if there's a ripple in there, if you just let it settle and you relax, it goes away. It'll still, the minute you notice the ripple, there's still a ripple. Boom, boom, boom. You're seeing it. You're seeing, you're seeing it. You're seeing it and it's gone. The same thing with emotion. You see the emotion. You go, okay, I want this gone. But how come it's not gone? You don't start doing that. You just see the emotion. It comes in and you're feeling it fully. You're not seeing anything, just feeling the emotion fully. You're seeing your mind talk and you're just relaxing. It's boom, 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 boom. And you just keep watching and it just goes. And all of a sudden, without even realizing it, it's just, you just realize that you've stopped thinking about it. You may do that five minutes later. You go, huh, it just went away. That's just how it happens. You just no longer are paying attention to it because it's not there. If it's not there, you're not paying attention to it. If the thought isn't there and showing up, there is no you interacting with it. So you just let it go and you just, it just all of a sudden you wake up and go, huh, man, I just I stopped thinking about it. That's awesome. And that's true personal growth. That is real spiritual growth. And boy, is it painful. It is really painful because we've stored these things painful because that is the only reason why we stored them in the first place is because we didn't want to handle the feeling that they had. So you're now going to have to go through and allow all of these feelings through and just as part, this becomes your life, right? It just becomes, if there's, there's two things, I always look at this for my life. If I'm not enjoying the experience, there's two things I'm always doing. I'm either fully enjoying the experience. I'm not enjoying my mind. I'm not enjoying the emotion. I'm enjoying the experience that's actually happening in life, right? I'm watching a leaf fall. I'm, you know, I'm watching the wind. I'm, I'm interacting with uh, a person or I'm riding my bike or I'm running. I'm just interacting with life. And if I'm not doing that, the other thing is I'm working on letting go of the part of me that's preventing me from enjoying that experience. There's only two things you ever have to be doing. That's it. 
life events are going to happen. So we've, we've walked through, right. These three things that are happening. You have the event comes in and then all of a sudden you've got this mind with, that has audio and visual components to it. And then you've got these emotions. The, the mind is very specific, black and white, it's thicker almost. It feels thicker. Whereas emotions are very etheric. You can, you can come kind of blow. It's like the wind blowing over you. It's like a change of the force and it just kind of compasses your whole body. And you, you're the one in there experiencing it. Remember you, you do experience that. So you, you're experiencing it. And then what we typically do is we, we, we go, I like this and I don't want it to, that's the other thing when it covers is like this event comes in that you really like and you really like it and you go, I want more of this. And so you hold on to the event and either way, you're not allowing the event to pass through you. It's something that's so special and you're doing, you're like, I don't want to let go of this. And so you literally are in there holding these pattern that just happened in there. So you can continue to relive that experience. Understand that's what you're doing, by the way, you realize that is that when you store an experience, all you're doing is you're reliving the experience over and over and over again, millions and times of your entire life. That's all that you're doing when you do this. So whether you store a positive one or you store a negative one, you're reliving that entire moment, either event. I can understand why you store positive ones. I mean, that makes sense to try to relive a positive one, but how many of them are positive compared to negative? (laughs) 90% are negative, right? It's because we have way more things that we've decided that we don't want versus the couple things that just is, I've heard people say they've been, Hey, I, I'm, I'm totally cool going down the spiritual path. As long as I can be, you know, wealthy and have, I'm like, Dude, that's the whole point is that when you go down a spiritual path, it's not about what you want. It's about you interacting with life. In fact, a, a master or a yogi would, would, would never get what they want. That's not what the whole point of life is. Cause how many times you've got what you want since you were a kid, every toy that you got, you wanted that. How's that worked out for you? So it's not that it's wrong and go do it if you want to. It's still fun. Again, there's, um, this is where the 200% life comes in. There's nothing wrong with the physical world. There's nothing wrong with having things or having goals to get a car or a house or enhance your life. There's nothing wrong with that. You're just never doing any of that as a way to going, if I get this, it's going to ultimately give me this bigger, greater satisfaction of, of fulfillment. It's not going to, it's going to give you a different experience right? That you can experience. It's going to give you a different kind of, it can be a pleasure, right? Getting a massage is pleasurable, right? At least most of them, right? I enjoy getting a massage or whatever it is, but you're not going, this is the purpose of my life, right? It's just the purpose of your life is to experience life, which is something that you're doing. It's not about, if I don't get this or I get this, it's, you're not making any commotion about it. You're just experiencing it. There's nothing wrong with goals. They have a beginning and an end. But the minute it's over, the minute the massage is over, you're not going, oh man, I just need to relive this. I wish I was getting a massage again. How come I, I should have just stayed in there. You're not doing any of that. You're just now driving home or whatever it is that you're doing. You're just doing the next thing that's showing up there. And I think that's really important for us to do. So we have these events that come in, we've audio and visual of the mind, and we have this experience that we have, we call emotions that are really vibrating from this or emanating from the spiritual heart is where they come in. That's why, that's why you can go instantly. Like you can open the heart, you can close the heart and we'll do a whole episode on the heart, but that's really essentially what starts to happen is that the heart itself becomes kind of like this. It's like a, like a, like a spring, right? When it starts to release, like the bubbles in this, right? They start to come up. And there is a fourth thing um, that you really start to experience once you get behind that, which is this, this natural energy flow of energy, which you've probably experienced before, but very glimpses of. Um, and the reason why we don't experience that at all times is because we're too, we're too caught up paying attention to the mind and, and trying to push away or cling to emotions to understand there's something way more powerful underneath there. Um, way, way, way more powerful than that. Um, and that's again, what you refer to as shock to your spirit. Again, that's when you, you know, the thing that you've wanted the most or this highest experience you've ever had, whatever that was in your life. If you multiply that times a million, 
that's exists within you just like it exists if you're depressed and all of a sudden you get what you want you open up and you feel that that same level of, of when you open fully up you start to feel that truly that that experience because there's nothing that you're doing in the outer world that you're doing because you're not trying to do it as a way to compensate for your samskaras meaning there's nothing you're doing outside that is that you're doing as a way to try to not get life to hit your stored experiences vibrational or you're trying to do something outside life to hit a particular one that makes you feel good and so you that's what you're just now you that's becomes your life is to now make that happen well that's a that's an aim you're just you're you're just putting yourself and going that's the worldly game that i'm going to play and at some point you kind of wake up and go there's nothing wrong with that it's not right or wrong it's just it doesn't really work right? If you want to play that, you should play it well, right? Just go do that, but just understand that'll be a certain level you get to. There's a different way of doing that, which is to, is to just let all of that go. It doesn't mean you let, so people get so confused with this. It's, it's not about letting go of the fact that you can make money or have kids or have relationships or have, you know, a coach a soccer team or go out and do any of this stuff. It's spirituality. Isn't about wearing a certain amount of clothing or not, you know, drinking coffee or not having alcohol or not having sweets or not watching TV. It's irrelevant. People have this such a weird concept, you know, and talking with Eckhart Tolle, you know, he, he, you know, he, the number one thing that people say to him when you see him in Starbucks is like, how come you're drinking Starbucks? And he's like, well, cause I enjoy it. Like, it's just, he, yeah, how come you're drinking a glass of wine? I didn't think spiritual people were, it's like everyone's spiritual. Stop making it special. It's the problem. Everyone's trying to make this something that it's not. It's, it's not reserved for masters. They just gotten better at it than you have. And you, now the choice is for you. And so you aim your higher and go, I'm not going to play this worldly game anymore. So what I'm, I am going to do is every time I have the opportunity, I'm going to let go of this part of me that is preventing me from experiencing the fourth thing we talked about, which is that Shakti, that spirit. I'm going to let go of the part of me. I'm going to release the samskaras. I'm going to release the blockages so that I can actually truly feel this experience. And that's really the, the aim that you want to, to, to aim at. You just raise your sights higher. You go, because it's going to pull every moment. You may have to do this a hundred times in a day. You're going to have to just constantly remind yourself to aim a little higher. Because if you don't, the world's going to pull you back in it and you're going to end up messing around with the nouns, people, places, things, finances, you're just going to end up trying to rearrange those things. So they're okay with your samskaras instead of removing the samskaras or removing the skunk. And so you can freely enjoy your house or you can freely enjoy life. The choice is yours. It's, it's again, there's no right or wrong. It's just, this is where they come from. This is why people struggle so much with life. This is why people struggle with decisions. They struggle with anything because what is a decision at that level? At the level of playing with the world, the decision comes in, how is this going to make me feel? Look, the easiest way you take, if you put clothes on and they feel comfortable, why do you look in the mirror? You look in the mirror to say, oh, is, how does this make me feel? Okay, that's fine. Nothing wrong with that. You can put clothes on, dressed up. That's wonderful. It's a wonderful experience. But you're not looking to go, oh, you know what? I hope they don't say anything about this. Like, what if this, you just, you're not getting, you're just not doing that whole thing in the mind. You're just experiencing. So watch this. Watch this process unfold. That's all it is is a process. You have nothing to do with it. The thing that you get to do with all of this is to relax and release behind it so that the process can take care of itself. It's just, it doesn't want you interfering with you. It's like if you broke your arm, it sends signals that says your arm is hurt, right? If there's something wrong with your energy body, which is what you are experiencing and what you are is energy, then it's going to let you know by this feeling that you feel where it says, hey, this stored patterns in me is in here. I need to get rid of this 
so that I can start to experience life differently. And that's all life is trying to consciousness is trying to do is trying to experience itself. And right now it's having trouble experiencing itself because all you're experiencing in the individual consciousness is the mind or the emotion and you're caught up in it. So like, it's like life looks down at life and it's like, I'm trying to experience this, but all I'm seeing right now is experiencing people's minds. (laughs) Anyways. All right. So this is what I want you to work on. Just watch the process. Every time it shows up, just relax, release, and let it go and follow the process. You guys are awesome. Hey, if you like this episode of business meets spirituality, Make sure to subscribe to this podcast before you go so you don't miss future episodes. Or visit our website, adamhergenrother.com. That's H-E-R-G-E-N-R-O-T-H-E-R to subscribe to our show wherever you listen to your podcast. And don't forget, never give up on joy.